What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Um, Helping alive. Um, slightly, slightly sore uh, from all the painting. Sore? All oh, painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing all the painting okay. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing all the edging yesterday. So, you know, I had to do the two-inch angled brush, getting all the trim and around the windows and, you know, four windows, three of which are long, like, you know, ceiling to floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a lot of trim. Yeah, it's fun. That certainly sounds like it. But you're coming along, yeah. It'll be a yeah. Uh, yeah. be a done project, or a project will be finished soon. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the rooms will be finished soon. Yeah. Um, the 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 holdup is um, well, the edging took a long time, but the uh, the ceiling where we're painting the ceiling and walls and trim. The ceiling is the popcorn ceilings, and if you've ever, I hate those things. Mm-hmm. Same. So um, yeah, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun. And for for those that don't know what a popcorn ceiling is, um, uh, congratulations, you won the lottery. It's basically think of like popcorn kernels being in in your ceiling, and then they paint it over them. That that's literally what it looks like, more or less. And if you ever have to do any kind of like electrical work or anything on those ceilings or install a light fixture, it is a pain in the neck to get up there yeah. and do all that yeah. because then if you mess up the popcorn ceiling. You can never get it right. Nope. You can always see where the patchwork was done. Always. It's horrible. And the other thing is, is if your house is older than uh, 1977, I believe, or 76, somewhere in there, um, it's possible that the the popcorn is asbestos and you'll have to have a professional come in. And if you want to remove the popcorn, you have to have a professional come in with all the equipment and hazmat gear and all that fun stuff because it's a... Uh, Dangerous material, hazardous material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world to uh, to get all that stuff done, and uh, I hope you get it done sooner rather than later. Because uh, I mean, it just it'll just be it'll be a, a weight off of you, and it'll make things a lot easier for you once you get settled in and all that stuff, and mm-hmm, once you get mm-hmm. comfortable and everything. Yep. And we have to get it done because like the fourth or fifth is when the carpet's going to be laid. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, let's start with some election stuff this morning. Uh, we got an armload of stuff. Marty's going to be joining us this afternoon. We're going to be going over a lot of uh, stuff with him, uh, including there's a viral video that's going around out there of a woman who went into a hospital in the UK. Uh, we're going to cover some of that. Uh, we're going to get into some of the other numbers on certain things. But uh, let's talk election stuff this morning. What do you have? Because we're getting down to crunch time here soon. Right. So uh, the Trump campaign, they had originally filed a lawsuit in Wisconsin. It had made it to the state Supreme Court and the state. I'm not sure if they threw it out or if they ruled against him and said they weren't going to. But they were seeking to toss out 50,000 votes. And um, the argument is, is those 50,000 votes were... Uh, invalid. Uh, basically, a number of them uh, were using invalid um, credentials for identification. Uh, the the term for the state is indefinitely confined. 
status, which uh, allowed them to vote without ID. Um, they were also alleging that like uh, there was another like 6,000 or so that were either incomplete or altered by um, poll workers, which is forbidden by state law. So uh, this will reach the um, U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday. Um, they were able to get it rushed um, to, to see the case before the 6th. However, it's Supreme Court, and we know how that's going to go because um, they they need four. Beings. They need four, right? Yeah, they need four uh, that are willing to hear the case. To hear the case, um, I believe they have it because they have the the date. Like they already have the day that's going to be heard and everything. I think uh, three of the uh, Supreme Court justices for the state of Wisconsin, including the Chief Justice agreed with the president and um, basically said these should be thrown out. And they they had written that in a dissent. So that might give them a little bit of leverage going into the Supreme Court. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't see much. I, I, I don't see much coming of this. The Supreme Court has made it clear they're not willing to weigh in on on an election thing with some of the other rulings. So I don't think they have the cojones to uh, uphold the Constitution. Or, or the um, honestly, uh, your vote. I don't think they intend to uh, ensure that your vote counts and is not diluted. I think that every legal option has to be exhausted here. I think that's the step that's being taken. Every single legal option has to be exhausted, and that's what's in the process of happening at this moment, right? Yeah, uh, that that that's basically what they're doing. Um, after that, uh, I don't really know what's left to be done. Um, uh, except for um, violence, really, which is Insurrection Act. Um, there, there's well, really not much left. The the Insurrection Act is not it, that's not martial law. That's that's different. You're targeting specific organizations and specific people when you invoke mm -hmm. the Insurrection Act. So that's not martial law per se. Martial law is where you put military on the streets and you shut down all of society. Oh wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. We're we have all that right now, don't we? With the exception of the military on the streets. Well, why do they need the military on the streets if you're willing to do what they tell you? Well, it's so, close enough with law enforcement. It's close enough. Yeah, you might as well. But um, the Insurrection Act, if that gets invoked, I mean, you're going to have to you're going to have to go after all these groups. You're going to have to go go after Antifa. You're going to have to go after Hollywood. You're going to have to go after academia, the, the, the corrupt politicians that have taken money uh, from the CCP. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Uh, and I go ahead. Uh, and the poll workers as well, uh, the people that were um, the supervisors and the actual individual poll workers that were doing all this and the AGs and the um, God, I, I would honestly say the Supreme Court justices for each state that is unwilling to electors that certified yeah, electors. Yeah, all, all of them. They'll, they'll have to be Dominion. Um, all of Dominion has to be every everybody's yeah. got to go down. Yeah. But the media. But let's talk about the media for a second. I, I caught a headline. This is this is circulating, so it's it's in more than one place at the moment. All major Western media outlets have taken private dinners and sponsored trips from a Chinese Communist Party propaganda front. Does anybody seem surprised? Is anybody surprised at that? I'm certainly not. No. A host of I'm not either. A host of corporate media outlets, including uh, now this one might surprise you, Bruce. CNN. CNN is at the top oh, no. of the list. You mean the Communist News Network? Is I, I mean, I mean the hmm. the Communist News Network. Yeah, the New York Times. I know, I know. You're shocked at that one too. Yeah, you're, you're shocked at that yeah. one too. Uh, the Washington Post. 
I, I know that one's a little shocking too. And MSNBC. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've all participated in private dinners, sponsored trips with the Chinese or with the China United States Exchange Foundation, which is a Chinese Communist Party funded group seeking to garner favorable coverage and disseminate positive messages regarding China. Isn't that what I've been saying here for the last, oh, I don't know, uh, year? You don't hear anything about China except if it's in a positive light. You never hear anything negative about China, not from the media. Other financial outlets that have been involved in this operation include Forbes magazine. Bruce, this goes exactly, this goes along the lines of exactly what we looked at, uh, what was it, like six months ago? We looked at the top three papers in the country that have full page mm-hmm. ads taken out by the CCP. They're all listed here, yeah. every, every single yeah. one of them. Forbes magazine, the Financial Times, Newsweek, Bloomberg, which Financial Times, you should have seen the cover of the Financial Times yesterday. It was big as life up there all across the front of the uh, uh, the front page of the Financial Times. The EU is close to a new business deal with China. Oh, isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Now, see, it's not just the United States that they're buying off. No, 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 no. They're buying off all those corrupt pieces of trash in Brussels, too. So it's not just one of one of the other here. It's it, we're all in this together and not by some virus. That's not what this is. That's a criminal organization in China. The CCP is is a is a criminal entity. So uh, Forbes magazine, the Financial Times, Newsweek, Bloomberg, Reuters, ABC News, The Economist, The Wall Street Journal. That was the other one. Associated Free Press, Time magazine, The L.A. Times, The Hill, BBC and The Atlantic. Does that surprise you out of any of those? It doesn't surprise me, but that pretty much covers every single one of the. Um, that is uh, everything. Is it? It, it, well, the um, God, what, what is it? What are they calling the um, um, Facebooks um, and Twitters? Uh, the fact checkers. Yeah, the fact checkers. Yeah, that that pretty much covers all of them. Like, yeah. The relationship is revealed in the Department of Justice's Foreign Agent Registration Act filings, which reveal a relationship spanning over a decade between establishment media outlets and the China-United States Exchange Foundation. It's no secret that these organizations have been doing this. I mean, if you look at the way that these people tailor their propaganda, it's very good propaganda. It's always good propaganda. When you look at, at propaganda under these totalitarian regimes throughout history... If you understand it, if you understand how they word it, if you understand how they they manipulate people through this propaganda, it almost seems cartoon like when you're looking at it. So when we see these headlines, Bruce, you and I have been looking at headlines here for the last two, three years, and we laugh at a lot of these things, don't we? Because we can see right through them. We're like, oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. And it's it's not even good propaganda Hmm. to somebody that understands it. It's, and we're not experts in it by any means. There's other people out there that are that are more of an expert in that area than what we are. We just know the propaganda tactics on the surface. But a Chinese Communist Party funded initiative founded by Tong Shihua, uh, let me see, which is uh, C-U-S-E-F, which their objective in all of this, do, do you know what it is? You wouldn't believe this. It's to neutralize opposition with all of those media outlets. Do you think they've accomplished that? Um. No, not fully. They've uh, they've made some headway there, but they still yeah. have a lot of competition. I mean, look, I mean, we're not as big as they are, but look at us. I mean, people yeah. like us can get on here and, and basically um, contradict everything they say by going, yeah. finding the actual truth. True. Uh, the group also targets American universities uh-huh. with offers to fund policy research, uh-huh. high level dialogues and exchange programs. Hmm. By the way, Trump signed another executive order today to cut off all dealings with any U.S. companies that do dealings with Chinese military companies. 
just good throwing that out there because no one seems to be talking about that. Tung also serves as vice chairman of the Chinese People's Political Consult or Consultative Conference, identified by the U.S. China Security and Economic Review Commission as a key component of the Chinese Communist Party's united work front. I feel like I need to re-air the structure of socialism again to talk about front groups. The United mm-hmm. Front strategy uses a range of methods to influence overseas Chinese communities, foreign governments, and other actors to take actions or adopt positions supportive of Beijing's preferred policies. Okay, as it relates to the Chinese Communist Party coming in and buying up these news outlets, such as CNN, The New York Times, The Washington Post, MSNBC, Financial Times, Forbes, Newsweek, and all the rest of them, when you are an invading army and you march into a country... What's the first thing you do? You take over communications, don't you? And you change it to what you need, right? Yep. It's exactly what they've done here. Except they've done it without firing a single shot. They haven't marched in a military. They've bought off people here in the West to carry this message. If you look at the... And I'm to be honest with you, this is just the American press. I'm sure it's the same in every Western nation you go to. If you look at the, the UK press, if you look at... The French press, if you look at, and I'm not talking about the coffee, if you look at, if you look <laughs> at the German press, and I'm not talking about the Heidelberg, it's all the same message. All their mainstream news outlets, all their papers are, are saying exactly the same thing. I know it's difficult for you to read German papers in the United States. I know it's difficult for you to read French papers in the United States. But if you go and you look for them, they're all saying the same thing. But it requires you to to go out and, and to dig through all this stuff. And they're counting on the average person not doing that. So I would venture to say that all this is being done by the same uh, organization. So mm-hmm. when when you have these these... Uh, messages that are being portrayed the way they're being portrayed. It's coming right out of the Chinese Communist Party. There's just no other explanation for it. This will only get worse under a Biden-Harris. Biden has said... Well, it's not going to be. It's not going to be Biden. No, but that's that's why I mentioned both of them. It's it's not... Well, no, he he said it himself this morning. Didn't you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got... No, I'm serious. You got to hear this. All right, listen to this. This is Biden this morning. At a conference, at his, at his COVID nineteen briefing, at his office of the president elect that doesn't exist. Listen to this. Took it to instill public confidence in the vaccine. President elect Harris took it, took hers today for the same reason. See, President elect Harris, you heard it. It's also worth pointing out that he did correct himself there. He um, did when he stumbled over. He did, but Bruce, he's but see, he's he's thinking. Yeah, but he's thinking about what's going to go on for lunch that day. He's he's thinking about how he's going to get the Gerber that afternoon. Jill's going to put the bib on and, and mm-hmm. he's going to get his chance uh, to just sit back and relax in his basement. That's all he's going to mm-hmm. get. Yeah. And he might so, and he might get the glass of insure after that. Right. Either way, though, whether he's the front man or actually running it, he's already made it clear that the campaign has no problem with China. They've already said China is not a problem. They're they're. Um, what do you say? Uh, uh, allies in this or something more or less? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I still want to play that uh, that clip that we found of uh, Don Chen, one of their top economists. Uh, he played the uh, well, we played it here uh, when Tucker did his expose on him. And mm-hmm. but it was all in in Mandarin. We have another one from him in Mandarin talking about the election of President Trump and what it's done as far as the inner circle in the United States, the uh, the upper elites, and how they can't stand it and, and all of this. And we had somebody verify because it, obviously he's speaking in Mandarin and we, we, we don't speak Chinese, uh, Mandarin Chinese, but we had somebody that we know and we trust 
who is fluent in Mandarin, and they reviewed it, watched it, and they said that is the, the subtitles are accurate. So uh, at least what he's saying matches the subtitles that are underneath of it. We probably need to play that. I, I want to do it, but I need to I need to create it. So I, I need to I need to have it to where he's saying it, but I need to be voicing over it so it's so it's correct. So because obviously with not being on uh, uh, on visuals, then the uh, the end listener is not going to be able to to understand what he's saying. Right. All right. What else we got this morning? You got anything else this morning? Well, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah. You know, you know, though, that um, uh, I heard something about was- yeah, there's something about a laptop. I think that mm-hmm. uh, it, it, the New York Post and Twitter and, and there was something in there mm-hmm. about all that. I, I I don't know. I didn't catch all of it. Something about how there was uh, I, he was he's a he's a crackhead and he dropped it off at a local shop to get repaired and he signed for mm-hmm. it. And then, yeah, yeah, the FBI had it for a year and uh-huh. that laptop. Yeah, that that laptop. Um, in fact, I think there was three laptops, uh, two of which uh, he was unable to repair, or uh, or something to that effect, or or, or maybe he was re- able to repair two of them. One was going to take longer than the other, or something to that effect. But anyway, nonetheless, he's filed a lawsuit um, against Twitter for Twitter basically saying that he hacked um, the laptop and, and hacked the information. And he's, um, basically it's a defamation lawsuit and he's saying, um, I'm not a hacker. He literally dropped off the physical laptop and signed paperwork and whatnot to have it repaired. He repaired it, tried to inform him and the 90 days passed and it became possession of the store owner. And then he released the information. He sent it to the FBI first and Obviously, we've seen what the FBI did with it. Uh, they sat on it, and then he gave it to Rudy. And within days of receiving it, uh, Rudy released information. So here's the question about that laptop: Are we going to, as the public, are we going to be privy to? I, I'll be honest with you, I, I've heard about what's on it. Uh, are we going to be at least told about what's on it? No. Why? It's going to get buried, just just as every other scandal that happens like this. It'll get buried. We're not going to be made. We won't. We won't get to know what's on there. Oh, and the the, thing, the problem is, is um, a lot of it's in lawsuits right now, and and it's supposedly an ongoing investigation, which means the information can't legally be released. Um, so they'll just sweep it under the rug, and then after it's um, left the uh, forefront of people's thinking, it'll get swept under the rug, and we we won't see it again. Just just like all the other scandals that stuff like this happens. It just gets swept under the rug. You know, I, what? what is it? Is there not anybody out there that believes in justice anymore? I mean, seriously, is there nothing? Is there nothing? Do, do people that go into this this work at these organizations, do you people not believe in anything? I mean, for God's sake, I've put people in jail for for years by comparison to what these people have done in in uh, in positions of authority, so-called. They've done nothing. You know, I, I looked at it all those years and I thought to myself, hey, I'm doing some good work here. But then I look at the at the uh, the organized crime of government and I think to myself, these people that I was locking up, these are Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts in comparison. Yeah. Well, if we were to have done that, right, if, if the av- oh, av- as an average person, we would uh, be made an example of they'd lock us up, they throw away the key, would be called a terrorist. And you'd never be heard from again. Well, I mean, some of the stuff that they did, we would be tried for a traitor. I mean, some of the selling off um, literally stuff that is uh, dual use and uh, uh, national security risk. Uh, they made a deal with um, China 
for multiple billions and yeah it's okay or the uh, stealth technology for submarines yeah yeah well yeah the um well it's it's um the anti-vibration stuff that we use in our stealth tech but then also um they tried to get through the the small nuclear reactors and i I don't think they were able to actually get a hold of those to sell them but they tried and um uh, i'm sorry do you think that's um okay uh, as the average person, I mean, uh, let alone the fact if we would have tried to do that as an average person, yeah, we would have been we we would have been hung for treason. I'm just trying to figure out what it's going to take to uh, to prosecute people. Well, seriously, what's it going to take? I mean, if you go back to um, let's look, let's just look at the banker bailout of 2008. Do you know how many people went to jail over that? One, one person went to jail, and it was somebody that no one ever heard of. When was the last time that we actually saw anyone in government get prosecuted for something? When was the last time we saw that? Apart from the uh, <laughs> what they tried to do to Donald Trump with the impeachment. When was the last time we actually saw someone in government fall and go before a judge or a court? When was the last time we actually saw that? Um, legitimately or yeah. just in general? Legitimately. Not someone they threw to the wolves that they scapegoated. I mean, legitimately. Yeah, like Flynn. Uh, I was going to use Flynn. That would be the most recent. No, no, was, that was a that set up was, piece uh, of bull. That's that all that was. Yeah. Um, I am failing to think of any within my lifetime. Uh huh. My point. My point. We've got a lot of cleaning up to do. Uh, and I mean, a lot of cleaning up and not just in America either. We got a lot of work to do uh, and we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to get started on this real soon. And to be honest with you, I think it's already started. People are to the point now where they've had just about a damn enough of it. I saw a video today of a um, of a German doctor in one of their regional parliaments today talking about the vaccine and how much of a load of bull that it is and how it's uh, it's completely ridiculous. It's irrelevant. There's no point to it. And he's throwing up actual numbers, actual scientific data. And he's doing this publicly in front of the cameras. But see, the media doesn't want to hear it. No one wants to hear it. I'm going by businesses that were there. Excuse me. I'm going by what were businesses and they're not there now. And so the work's going to have to get started and it's going to have to be us. You're not going to find a politician that's going to fix this. That's my point in all this. You're not going to find a politician that's going to fix it. Your mayor's not going to fix it. Your council people aren't going to fix it. It's too late for that. It's too late for that. We are going to have to be the ones to fix this. Uh, and and we'll talk more about that later on this afternoon, uh, about what the solutions are to that. So it's not as hopeless as what you think if the system goes. And when I say the system goes, I'm talking about the system that we've known, right? That system is over. That is That is... Uh, what we've been calling the end game. I mean, I've been talking about that since um, uh, I started using that term. When we did our New World New World Order podcasts back in, I want to say June is when we did those. We re-aired them a couple of times. And I stated very clearly in there, I said, this is the end game for the establishment in the West. Their time's over. And this is all they have left. And so the end of that system, the end of that era is here. And so that's all we're seeing at this point. I've made claims to what they're doing now is uh, using World War II analogies like Operation Nero. Go out and Google or Bing search or whatever it is you use and look at Operation Nero. They're destroying everything at this point. They're going down. Uh, and so they're trying to take everything else with them. So there is a solution on the other end of this. Uh, and we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to get to work on it. And it's going to require a lot of work. It's going to require a lot of hard work and people are going to have to step up where they otherwise wouldn't. So I think that that's going to be the key uh, on the other end of it. I could be wrong, but I think that it stands a better chance than descending into the uh, the hopeless pit of anarchy. But people are going to have to step up and we're going to have to do the right thing here. But nonetheless, I, I just want justice. That's all I want. I, I just want this to end peacefully. I want people to go in handcuffs and I want them to answer for what they've done. That's all. I'm not asking a whole lot. 
I don't think that's asking a whole lot at all, do you? No, but um, I, I I honestly don't see it. In in 2020, yeah, no, I don't I don't see that happening. In the current system, no. yeah, yes, you're you're right. I, I agree with you on that. In the current system, no, no, it w- it won't happen. In the current system, in the current court system, not going to happen. So I agree with you on that. Not going to happen. And especially since tomorrow's the last day of the year, I don't see this happening in the next 24 hours. Do you? <laughs> well, no, I meant I meant as. Um, as 2020, we've seen, you know, what it's entailed, um, but I, I, I don't see, with 2020 luck, we'll put it that way, I, I, I don't see anything happening. Nope. It's going to have to get worse before it gets better, my friend. So, unfortunately, we are out of time, so we are going to have to go. But thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. And for all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.